Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes Butch the Pandaren, Ari the Gildean, and Falcus the High Elf completed their quest to recover goblin treasure and decided to make their way to Ogrimmar. They saw the sky shattered and four strangely colored meteors hurtle across the broken horizon. They made their way toward shelter, stopping briefly to help some friendly horde adventurers under attack from a restless elven spirit. Let's see what happens next as we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. So you guys uh, killed the Banshee. It's the last pieces of its sort of wispy form disappear as the fight sort of comes to its conclusion. You look up and you see that the horde adventurers who were knocked unconscious are being cared for a bit by the Nightborn Hunter who uh, was able to stabilize them, but they are still unconscious. Um, you see that he pulls a vial of a red liquid out of his pocket and pours it into the mouth of the priest who slowly starts to come to um, the Zandalari. He turns and puts his hand on the shoulder of the orc who is still unconscious. And after a moment of what you can sense is a magical uh, spell being cast, he starts to come to um, the group of them slowly sit up and they're like trying to shake off what had happened uh, and the forsaken rogue approaches you <clears throat> and says in orcish which two of you do not speak um, he says yeah uh, I really appreciate you guys giving us a hand here today um, this we were as soon as this whole thing happened and he's sort of gesturing up to the sky which is slowly getting better and better looking like it's still it's still cracked and 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 broken but the cracks are receding and it looks like i mean on a grander picture the players would recognize that the actual damage to reality is centered around ice crown citadel and if you're hanging out in other places of the world you don't see the effect um what had happened was it shattered basically the whole sky was it was visible everywhere and then it slowly starts to recede so that it's centered around that one space um, and it's receding in that way um, he says as soon as that happened first thing I thought was that this was like I don't know Cataclysm 2.0 or some nonsense so we started hightailing it back to Ogremar. Um and then this banshee came up and screamed and two of our two of us just fell unconscious immediately from that uh, probably would have killed all of us if you guys hadn't come and give us a hand so I I appreciate it um I want to give you guys this by way of thanks. And he passes you, like, uh, one of those small, like, you know, the kind of three, four-slot pouches that 
low-level adventurer sometimes carry. Yes. Um, would pass that to, I guess, Falkas, because he would be the one most carefully paying attention to the conversation, being the only one who speaks the language. Yeah, so yes. as he was starting to speak and stuff like that, I kind of sidled up next to, to Butch and just kind of put uh, a hand on, on Butch's shoulder and, and <laughs> uh, gave my full attention to this Forsaken Rogue. And um, thank you very And I'll respond back in Orcish. Uh, we heard we heard the screams, and you know we were we were actually heading up towards the um, nearest uh, rocketway point, so we can actually head back to Ogremar when we heard the scream, and oh, we had to come help. Rock- that makes sense. I didn't even think of that. We, we we got so panicked when we saw that we just started running. The rocketways are actually pretty clever. Yeah, sometimes it, it happens. We forget about you know these these little quick travel ways. Uh, we appreciate the the offer for for this this little uh, sack here, but you know you guys really probably truly need it better more than we do. Um, my friends it's, here, I should, uh, I should clarify as he holds it out to you. It's clear that it isn't empty. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, then I will then. It's like, thank you. We we uh, appreciate the, the the token. Um, my my friend here, my Pandaren friend here, he is fresh off the island. He uh, has not quite learned Orcish yet. Um, I've been teaching him little words here and there. And um, oh yeah, uh, my, I uh, I remember from earlier, Loktar Ogre, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so he's, he's I, still I learning. That, I see that Falkus is like gesturing to me, and I just put a big grin on my mouth and, 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 and nod. He, just, he, he could be saying to, he could be saying anything. He could be, you know, it didn't matter what he was saying. I'm just nodding. And then um, I will point over to to Ari and just says, "Oh, and and my um, blood elf uh, compatriot here is is also has never been to Ogremar yet. Spent a lot of time up in Silvermoon City, so uh, she hasn't quite picked up Orcish yet either. Um, so I've been teaching them. Uh, so that's why I'm." If they don't understand anything that you're saying, that's 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 why. Um, however, we we are heading to Ogremar. If you are also going that way, we could uh, travel together. If um, you guys need a hand, we can. Uh, we we have strong shoulders here and arms that we can help uh, uh, carry your, your orc friend and and Zandalari friend uh, back to Ogremar. No, you see that they're recovering from conscious. They were one of them was given a healing potion, the other cast a healing spell. They're 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 seated. They're not standing, but they're they're not unconscious anymore. What I meant just is at least an arm to help like them limp along. Oh, okay. We can either head back towards the nearest um, rocketway station, or we could trek on foot. Whichever you guys prefer. Oh no, the rocket would be a lot a, faster. I'd... I noticed there's a mage in the group. There's a what? There's a mage in the group? Even a level one mage can get to Orgamar, right? Um, can't bring its friends portal? with. Portal? No, you can't open a portal at that low level, no. Good thinking, though. Mm. Yeah, I can get us back to Orgamar real quick. <laughs> Where'd it go? <laughs> so the plan is then to make way to the Rocketway and then take a ride to Orgamar? Perfect. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, at this point, for the sake of expediency, you guys are able to do that pretty easily without any kind of extra complications. When you arrive at the Rocketway, the um, because you're no longer test guinea pigs on an experimental rocket unit, um, <laughs> they would ask you to pay for transport the same way they would if you were to take a flight path or anything else of that nature. Uh, the toll is one silver piece. If everyone's willing to pay that, deduct that from your total inventory, and then we can fast travel to Ogremar. 
Okay. So I only have 15 gold. How many silver are in gold? There's 10 silver to a gold. Okay. It's not weird Harry Potter math. Just wanted to no. make sure. Not weird Harry Potter math. I'm just, I know that you, was a silly question. Nope. That was because I had the same question when I started playing D&D. And that was my first thought as well is why wouldn't the breakdown simply be 10 you know, or 100 to 10 or, or to 100? That would be better. And it is. So. Okay. Yep. Paid. Done. Falkus, while you're walking, you would have the opportunity to check the inside of the bag that you were handed. Um, inside are three gold pieces, 15 silver pieces, one potion of healing, and a a poker card? A playing card? <gasps> Something like that. Yeah, so we have, a, we have a playing card, three gold, and 15 silver. And a potion of healing. I need you to bust out your dice roller and roll me a d8. One. It is a one of... Roll me a d6. Four. It is a one of portals. Hmm. Not an ace? Sure. An ace of portals. Actually, yeah, that makes sense. Ace of portals. Okay. Perfect. So as a group... The bunch of you travel the rocket way just like you did before. You're flying along, whipping around all the different kinds of ups and downs and left and rights of the of the track. You go whizzing past the Pleasure Palace. Um, you make it to the Southern Rocketway Exchange, which is where you would disembark to walk the rest of the distance to Ogremar. It's not all that far a distance. You guys travel there as a group, and you see no. Um, you see no trouble, but you also see that there are other adventurers and other, um, like, you know, goblin excavation miner workers and, you know, people like like the, the guys driving the, the um, mechanical lumber robots and all that stuff. Uh, they're all making their way very quickly behind the gates. Um, do you guys move in with the crowd and find yourselves in the city of Ogremar. Um, now you would enter in from the northern section of the Valley of Honor, which is on the far northeastern side of town. Um, the It's like a winding path that cuts through the earthy, rocky valley that Ogremar sits in. Um, and this is the area where goblins have been constructing machines of war. Uh, there are piles of crates and tools uh, and broken equipment and such that's been duct taped back together um, everywhere. Uh, a bit farther south as you're walking, the valley opens up wide and there are several large buildings uh, built of stone and wood that are set up around this sort of winding stream. Um, there's a large hunter's hall on the northern area where there are many wolves housed, either for riding or for combat, you're not really sure. Um, the eastern end features a very large forge, uh, and to the south you see that there is an inn and that there is a building marked the Hall of the Brave, where um, you can see there are hunters and warriors training inside. Um, the streets are wide and open and look like they're very heavily trafficked all the time. Um, today, the streets are a little bit um, uh, vacant. There's not a whole lot of people walking around outside right now. All right. Um, I'm going to lean over to Butch and Ari and says, uh, stay close. Um, but... Uh... 
looks a little little quiet today. Go figure with what's going on outside. Uh, where did our um, adventuring party compatriots head off to? They are making their way down to the inn. Um, they would have made it clear as they entered that they were ready to find a quiet place to either like they first of all they got to sleep off their fight that they just had but also they're worried that they make it clear that they're worried that if everything's about to go to hell again um that they would need to be either ready to deal with that or ready to you know they they would rather not be conscripted into fighting (laughs) in a place where they're not able to fight so they're they're like we're not sure what to do exactly we just don't want to be caught unawares or unprepared so we gotta we're ready to bed down all right um so i'll pass that that information on to butch and ari um so we can do a number of things we could stay here um we also could um replenish some of our supplies and stocks um there is an auction house here that we could uh um visit if we need to get any specialty items um i don't think um i would want to uh, market the um, the gold uh, bear claw on the auction house. I'd rather find um, a more shady shady dealer. Uh, specialty. Can, yeah, specialty dealer. Exactly. Um, however, um, I'll, I'll show them the bag that uh, the adventurers gave me. So the adventurers uh, gave me this. Um, it's got some, some gold and some silver in it we can split up. Um, so if each one of you wants to add one gold and five silver, um, that's an even split for the gold. Um, there is a potion of healing in here. Um, Butch, do you would you want a, a potion of healing? Holy moly, would you look at this place, how big it is? I've never seen nothing like this before. Look at these big old walls. These walls are bigger, as big as mountains. Where, where are we? This is Orgamar. Like, butch, Butch, I can't butch, believe sh- sh- Butch, 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 What? This isn't the place you want to draw attention. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Uh, uh, I love the idea that you guys are walking in like, okay, business as usual. There's an inn over there. Maybe we'll hit the auction house and Butch is doing the full-on like tourist low camera shooting up to the face, which is looking up toward the buildings <laughs> and the... And I'm just gonna like if there's any like orcs or anybody else like peeking out from from like doorways and windows, I'm like, and respond back in orc. It's like he's fresh off the island. I'm sorry, he's fresh off the island. Just <laughs> never been to Ogremar before. <laughs> we'll keep it down. Sorry. Roll a perception check. Or no, actually, yeah, perception is fine. It probably shouldn't have been perception, but whatever. Um, you look around for this exact thing. You're nervous that your Pandaren shouting in potentially, pre- presumably common, uh, is not a great thing to do in Ogremar. <laughs> and as you look around, it's clear to you, um, you rolled a 15? Yes, I rolled a uh, 15 on my perception. Okay, uh, it's clear to you that the people who might have brought issue against this are not paying attention to you. They have other things that are very seriously dedicated to whatever else is on their mind. Um, a bunch of them as they walk, if they have to walk outside, they're doing it quickly and they're like looking up because they are they just saw the whole sky explode, presumably, is what you think they might be nervous about. Um, and it's clear that they're not paying you any attention. 
I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, like, butch. Don't speak common here. You can't speak common. Almost By all means, if you're, if you're, if you're going, to, if you're going to, to say anything, speak Pandaren. We're not going to understand you right away, right? But that's going to be the best way that you can blend in here because we don't belong here, right? Well, what are you going to, how am I going to talk to you? Because you don't know my language. Just smile and nod. <laughs> I'm good at that. But all right, I'll okay, okay. I'll, I mean, you can whisper. You can whisper common to us. Just, just don't speak loudly with us. Well, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that potion from you. That right. that'll be real good. I'll, I'll, I'll just put that in my bag, real, real, uh, real, real, real close. But um, I'll tell you what. Whatever is going on, I'm, I'm not in great shape. When was the last time we even slept? We'll find ourselves a, a quiet inn. Um, I don't know where's where's the the most quietest inn um, in Pro- in the town. Probably where we are, actually. Back here. Yeah, uh, I that's think it's a pretty be busy area. Is there one like in the Valley of Wisdom, or there is? There's one actually in each of the Valley okay. of Honor, Wisdom, Spirits, and Strength. Which one do you think is is? the least conspicuous for us to go well hang out in valley of spirits might be least conspicuous but valley of wisdom gives us the advantage of still having honor and strength on either side in case something goes down okay yeah so let's um i'll i'll knowing that i've been here before i'll lead everybody towards the valley of wisdom to find the inn meantime i'm gonna talk to ari because uh, i think when when i Looked through the back. I, I noticed that she was looking over my shoulder and, and went, <gasps> when she saw the playing card. And I, I said to her, uh, I want to lean over to her and says, we can probably leave this on the auction house. Um, I mean, we yeah. don't have the rest of the deck, but um, I mean, we can either choose to hopefully maybe find the rest of the deck or even buy the rest of the deck or just throw it up in the auction house and get some money off of it. Would we know what the Ace of Portals, like the, what the portal deck would do? Not necessary. Well, have okay. have you guys been to the Dark Moon Fair? No, we have not. Man, don't get rid of this card. I think we should. I think we All should. Right. Oh, hang on to it. Hang on to it and see what it is because I'm 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 familiar with cards, but this isn't like anything I've seen before. So it's oh. it's a holographic. It's shiny. It's a shiny. And card. I like shiny things. Like it's not well, it's just special looking and shiny. Um, you realize as you're holding it that it's very clean. And you, at one point, as you're like touch, touching it and flipping it over and back and forth, it you bend it a little bit, and you're like, "Oh no, I didn't mean to damage it." And there's no crease where you bent it; like it's Ooh. it's p- perpetually Perfect. in good condition. Okay, yeah, we'll hang on to it. I mean, you, you know what these cards can do? Like, I've I've never actually been a scribe in Warcraft because um, it's kind of useless. For <laughs> inscription, um, but you know, like if we're able to put a d- deck together, we can make something cool. Um, maybe uh, like a trinket. Generally, <laughs> this, is, this is the only thing I I know about at all. Um, where scribes can make trinkets out of 
Dark Moon cards. But any and anyway, let's uh, we're not we're not broke. Let's if we needed the money, you know, was, you know. But and we do have this. I feel like this this hunk of gold's gonna sell for we, something down the line. We we were broke by Pleasure Palace t- uh, uh, values, <laughs> and that was an we're, insult we're... to Falcus. Ha 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 ha. Um. Yeah. <laughs> let's let, let, let's check into an inn. Um. Get it. Get a hot meal in us. And and get a long, well-deserved rest. Okay. And you said you were headed toward the Valley of Wisdom for that, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. You guys start marching from the Valley of Honor, which is this, you know, sort of circular set valley where there's these tall buildings and, like, there's kind of... It's a very martial area. Uh, There's a lot of... There's, like, you know, training dummies that people attack for practice there's like Falkus was saying there is an auction house present there's an inn there's you know a big like board of um it's like the, the war chief command board where there's quests posted and jobs listed and things of that nature um and as you pass all of this you walk under uh like a an overpass like a like a, a middling gate area and enter into the drag uh the drag is shaded by these canopies that hang over it. Um, It's an alleyway that's lined with shops on both ends. There's this um, sort of cliff overhanging um, one of the rows of buildings, and on top of the cliff are more shops and and businesses and stores and things. Um, From here, you guys make your way a little north and around the corner over to the Valley of Wisdom, which is very serene in comparison to some of the other areas of Ogremar. Um... The majority of the people here are Taran, although there are orcs and there's a couple of trolls present. Uh, there is, um, there's evidence that at one point there was a large stone building in this place, um, but that building was either dismantled or destroyed at some time, and really all that remains of it is one large wall on the southern side of the valley, which offers a little bit of shelter to the longhouse that has been built there in its stead. Um, and a couple of other simple structures. Um, there's a waterfall feeding onto a small pond. There are um, a couple of uh, taran and orcs and trolls that are busying themselves with various things in the area, but um, the majority of the people who would be hanging out here uh, have either... You get, you get the sense of the size and the amount of, like, the amount of buildings i say buildings they're really more tense um and the amount of tools that are laying out and things of that nature that this is usually kind of a busy place and there aren't very many people here there's a few people in the in the longhouse at the very far western side um but most of the rest of the people in this area um are not here um you suspect maybe they found their way to more um either either more solidly built structures of like stone rather than tents um, or have gone off to investigate what's going on in the sky or any number of other things but it's a it's a less populated area than you would have expected all right yep just uh to the inn okay to rest up and uh get some food and some drink okay and um, anything special the, about this inn it's a 
Taran style, uh, very Native American inspired tent longhouse type thing. Uh, the innkeeper, uh, innkeeper is a female Taran. Um, she introduces herself as Muwana. Muwana? Miwana. M I W A N A. Miwana. Um, uh, again, I will be leading the conversation. Okay. Um, I think that this inn would count as a modest lodging. Um, it's going to cost each of you five silver pieces for a bed and a meal. She would welcome you in. Uh, you know, you guys are familiar with how inns work, so you're like, okay, yeah, bed, meal, all right, here, payment, and everything else. And while you guys are taking care of all that, um, she would she would ask you, you know, oh, have you been, uh, are you coming into town um, after what happened? What, what, what brings you to the, the Valley of Wisdom? I smile real big and nod. <laughs> um, we were adventuring in um, Ashara when the sky shattered. Um, we joined up with another group of adventurers, uh, um, both of us on our way here to seek shelter um, and um, information, wisdom, you would say, as to what to do. Uh, we have no idea what's going on either. Um we did see a lot of the place was was kind of deserted as it is right now. However, we came back here seeking the Valley of the Wisdom. A uh, uh, Valley of Wisdom is a little bit more of a quieter respite from um, the hustle and bustle of Ogremar as it is. Oh, I hope you are right. People have been saying all manner of terrifying things about this. Um, some think it's the Legion come back after their defeat at the Broken Isles. Nah, Sky wasn't green enough. Go on. <laughs> um, uh, some of the some of the younger Tarin who saw what happened and, and ran out to go fight somewhere um, insisted that it had been Deathwing that had come back from its uh, one older orc uh, Nah, said, Sky wasn't on fire enough. Go on. One older orc said that um, I do hope that this isn't true. That it was similar to when Nirzul opened all of the portals on Draenor before before their unfortunate planet was torn apart. It's impossible, really, I think, to know exactly what it is, but none of the predictions or, or, or thoughts uh, have been very um, hopeful. I can't say <laughs> I know the color of that one, but that's okay. I'm smiling. Just, just nodding at her. Uh, yes, we we are all very worried as well. Um, I'll just leave it at that. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm just going to nod and, and thank, and I'm assuming also handing over food and such, and take it back to a table or back to a corner where we can be quietly uh, conversing or together. Um, yeah, I mean, she would. You guys can share all this with. Um you know, talking with her and then you take your meal and she just sets you up with like, okay, well, this will be your place to sleep and this will be yours and this will be your friend is very um, energetic about uh, a potential uh, cataclysm. It doesn't understand the language here, so just uh, kind of smiling and nodding. Uh, unfortunately, he's uh, fresh off the island if you, you, you get my drift. I do understand. I remember when the Yorks first arrived in Kalimdor, it was an interesting uh, time trying to 
learn of each other's cultures, learn of each other's um, the the value that we all bring to a society. Um, please enjoy your enjoy your meal. I'll just give a little nod and, and bow and and thank thank the Torin for their service and services. Um, I'll how many silver was it for the night? It's five, five per person. Um, I'm going to tip two silver. Thank you so much. This is going to go a long way. I do appreciate it. I worry that business might not be... Every time catastrophe arrives, all the soldiers go off. We see a dip in business. So thank you very much for your generosity. And likewise. All right, we'll go to our corner and chow down and mumble quietly and talk to each other quietly. What are we eating? In common. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, what are we eating? Uh, the food here is good. Um, it's wholesome. It's nutritious. It's not very complicated. Like, it's not um, the sort of lavish kind of meals. Oh, is it that, like homestyle cooking? Like beef stews? Yeah, well, I don't think that the tarn would serve beef stew, but yeah, it's like, that's what it's... <laughs> I didn't think that one through. That's sort of down home kind of home Vegetable, style. Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of vegetables in it, but there are meats. Um, there's fish. They have a lot of fish in in Ogremar. Not that you would know if you took fishing, because Mazaranchi uh, skewers. Yeah, stuff like that. And it is early evening, so anything that you guys would like to do in town, you're welcome to to go explore. But in the meantime, if you're if it's time to bed down, that's fine too. Uh, guys, I don't know if I can afford any more trouble tonight, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, it, I mean, if there's... I, I don't know how much danger we're we're in. I don't know what happened to the sky. I do know that um, we are in enemy territory enjoying a fine meal. So, I, I don't know how many more uh, swords or banshees I can... I can actually deal with this evening. Per- perhaps we should retire and and plan our next move. I don't think sleep would be the worst idea. I am noticing people are panicking a little bit more than I thought they would with this guy thing. So maybe we can get some more answers in the morning. I kind of blew it off at first because we've seen a lot, but I don't know. The Torrin usually seemed to be a calm people. And when, when you were talking to Rafalka, she seemed a little bit more tense than I was expecting. Hmm. The fact that um, Azeroth continually survives world-ending catastrophes doesn't change the fact that they are potentially world-ending catastrophes. So, yeah, you guys are treating it like players, but the rest of the population wouldn't necessarily. So that's okay. that's the difference here. I don't think that would be a bad idea. Get more information in the morning when people have more to give. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell these two to, to kind of lay low and, and keep their heads down. Um, I'm actually going to head to some of the seedier parts of town um, and speak to some people, um, whether it be you know some of the thieves guild folks or even um, some of the bounty hunters in the area just to kind of get an idea of what they've heard so far and um, any kind of interesting morsels of information that might be going on right now. Like, where's our next place we should be looking at? Okay, so... and seeing people. I think that's a good idea. But, but so, Ari and I 
So how, how, what's the bedroom situation? Are we all like staying it's in the like same room? It's like an open room? tent, isn't it? The, the inn as presented in game is a one room open longhouse. Um, we can, you know, we can improvise that there are separate tent areas. Um, but I mean, at this point, it's up to what makes, you know, up to, up to, you know, it's up to whatever makes more sense, I think. Okay, so we're going to be close together is the thing. So maybe we For get sure. into the corner as much as we can so that Ari and I can have, you know, uh, a, a low conversation um, with without with without make, <laughs> turning a lot of heads um, while Falkus is off on this side quest. What do you think, Ari? No, that makes sense. Get us away. Um, because if someone comes up and speaks to us, like, I, just smile and nod. That's all we really have, you and I. I mean, if anything, I, I imparted that that Butch doesn't know the language, and I would have said the same thing again as I did to the adventurers that Ari is, okay. is also um, straight out of Silvermoon. Okay. Um, and I can always say in, in Pandaren, you know, what's going yeah. on. And someone might understand Pandaren. You know what? Yeah, they, they might. They might know Pandaren. At least so. then you have a common language to, to get to the end result of communication. Because we're not necessarily, like, needing to sleep right now, but we need a long rest, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah. I, I'm just saying that, that we are awake and cognizant and as far away from anyone else as we possibly can be. We're trying to not be around anyone, and we're trying not to be heard or even noticed. I also hope that being where we're at in the Valley of Wisdom, I know... Casey had mentioned that the um, population of blood elves in Ogremar is very minimal. That yeah. you guys would never would not encounter any of them back here. <laughs> I kind of had a quick question about that, and we probably should have brought this up a long, long time ago. The language I picked was Elfish. Now, on WoW, it gets very specific. To you have the thir- thir- right the other one, you have the Darnassian. Mm-hmm. Is this just general Elfish? Do I know it all? Do I just know Darnassian? Did we think about that before now and split it up? I didn't I, until this moment. I feel like it would have been um, Thalassian, actually, because of your relationship with Falcus. Ultimately, okay. it is your decision, but that was how I had it in my head. That works. That just helps a little okay. bit in case we encounter something. I might be able to blurt out a thing or two, but that just hit me. I didn't know. Okay, then if she does know Thal- uh, Thalassian, then she at least has... Um, that's not... That's not uh, Darnassian. The Blood Elves, right? <laughs> Yeah, blood, blood elves, high elves. elves. Yeah, um, so blood elves, high elves, right? So at least that you could get by, and and Butch can speak Pandaren. So you guys can still passably blend. In okay, but enemy we, territory. We are, we are trying really, really hard. Not we're gonna yeah. to be interacting with anyone. Like we're someone would pick have a to corner come of up the tent. to us. Yeah. We're going to pick a corner of the tent and lay low and maybe chit-chat a little, maybe sleep while Falkus goes and does his thing. We're going to lay down and just kind of like, you know, whisper to each other or something or just, you know, whatever, if you want to. But in the meantime, Falkus is is going going off doing something. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Falkus, roll me an investigation check. 16. Okay. On a 16, you are familiar enough with the layout of Ogremar to know that if you're looking for places that are seedy and shady, then your best bet is the uh, the Cleft of Shadow, which is underneath 
the area where like the zeppelins are and from like the valley of wisdom you could go south toward the valley of spirits and then hang a left and go down into the caves or you can go back over into the drag and hang a right and go down into the caves um from there uh you know the cleft of shadow it's like i say it's an underground area several small buildings um the whole area is is dimly lit by fires and torches um but because the air doesn't circulate very well out of the cave the whole place has this kind of foggy sort of look because of the smoke um there's uh, a path that leads down deeper underground which is guarded by um an orcish grunt and a troll guard and um beyond beyond there is uh ragefire castle basically the dungeon um from here again you could head up uh to either of the roads that i mentioned earlier you know that there are like reagent vendors and you know mushroom vendors and things of that nature down here but you also remember on a 16 you remember that there is a uh potential contact down here by the name of Rekul. he's a male orc he sells poisons he sells poisons to people who um don't seem the sort to share that information casually gotcha all right yeah so i'm gonna seek out um Rakul. Yeah, his name is spelled R-E-K-K-U-L. Rakul. Um, yeah, so I'm going to um, seek out Rakul um, if I know which one's his, his little hovel. Um, kind of do a do a look around and uh, make sure nobody sees that uh, I go into the tent. Or whatever, his little door to get into his place. Okay. Um, as you approach him, he would say to you, We're closed. Come back tomorrow. And in the secret coded message language of Thieves Cant, which is the language known only to smugglers and criminals, you hear a abbreviated sort of a greeting that people who speak Thieves Cant would recognize as a you know, if you're here for business, we can talk. But overtly, he's telling you to piss off. May not be here tomorrow. Wondering what we could, uh, I could potentially, you know, I've got coin to buy something now. And in response, it was kind of along the lines of, yeah, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. But if you got any information that uh, about what's going on or um, any other kind of information as to eh, just juicy information right now that we could potentially find either business um, contracts or um, you know an idea as to like where's everybody gathering what's going on and what to expect I guess okay so you you say to him I won't be here tomorrow I've only got coin today and the secret message is I'm here for info keep in mind that thieves can't has to be it takes you like four times longer to express an idea in Thieves Cant than you could have said if you had just spoken it out loud. So the coded message is very short in comparison to what the overt message is. So you say this. He takes a look left and right. He sees that there's really nobody else around, and he says, Morning. Come, sit. I'll do that. You walk into his tent. He closes the flaps behind you. You guys are enclosed in a tent that has like a little campfire in it. The smoke is going out through the top area. 
Um, and very quietly, he says, What you want? I would pass a full gold. Like, I would I would um, put my hand down, like, um, underneath, like, my, my robe or whatever I'm wearing and kind of slide over nonchalantly a uh, full piece of gold. So you don't have to play the sneaky game? He did close the, the tent flaps. You guys are alone. <laughs> so I'll, I'll pass over a uh, piece of gold, and um, I'm sure you've seen the sky. Um. Have you have you heard anything through lines of communication yet as to what's going on? I haven't seen. Spent my day out here under here, but I've heard things. Such as Bane is sending people north. North, you say? Arthas? The the Ar- the Lich King? He's been dead for like Fifteen years. Oh, not Arthas. I meant Bolvar. <laughs> Bolvar. Uh, okay. So here's a question: Would any of you have any idea that Bolvar is the Lich King? That is a good question. That's a. I mean, obviously, we know that. I don't know. Butch Death would. Knights exist, and Arthas is dead, and there has to be a Lich King. No, we so don't. So maybe know. if we just said we, we don't really? know that. Yeah, the common person on Azeroth. The adventurers who actually dealt with the Lich King know about Bolvar. The Death Knights know about Bolvar. But in general, the common person walking around Azeroth does not know that Bolvar is the Lich King or that the Lich King even continues to exist or the line about there must always be. Like, that's not common knowledge. Would that be a history check thing? Like, Oh, remember Bolvar said no one must know of this. Yeah. yeah, He made it explicit on on the hill. So you can just say North right, Wind, then. I guess. Um, all right, then. Scratch all that, erase all that. <laughs> um, I'm going to, you know, after he said the thing about um, uh, sending that uh, Bane is sending people north to Northrend? I think so. Interesting. Um, what else uh, of, of local chatter? Uh, locals are nervous. They think it's another cataclysm. They think it's another, you know, another mad giant monster come from space to kill us all. It happens every couple of years. You'd think that people would be over it by now and just tend to their mushrooms or whatever, but <laughs> no. Um, it's always got to be a whole big show, so. Do you uh, know of anybody here who is uh, offering work or... Um other uh, potential targets of interest. I'm more or less asking for like um, if there's any bounties out or, or other things. Um, we've got wanted signs and wanted posters um, or or other other ways to, to earn some extra coin around here. No bounties. Uh, most people who want work look for the work board. Uh, while uh, Falkus is having this conversation <clears throat> with this sneaky person who might sell poisons or might not, um, I, uh, you know, do the slide thing back to uh, the, the tent. Like, Sohari, what's the deal with Falkus? Uh, y- y- y'all hang out so much, you're just real attached to him. Uh, how, 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 
exactly are you attached to him, if you know what I mean? I was not prepared for this. Um, okay. Um, uh, not that attached. No, we're just stumbled upon each other one day and realized our interests seem to align and we would be more helpful working with each other than not with each other. Uh, now, what, what, what aligned interests are we talking about then? Uh, well, I guess it depends on the, the moment. More of, more of a wing, kind of like a, I have his back, his he scratches mine type of situation. I help him, whether it's with the ladies or the, the whatever he's interested in at that moment. And he helps me out. Uh, we also, we've learned that our skills seem to complement each other a little bit. He seems to have a very good knowledge of the underground and what's working and who's working and who we're, we're talking to at this moment. Whereas I have the ability to get the information if needed when he can't so not a not not quite a brother sister thing but definitely a we recognize that we would work better together than competing against each other so you're trying to tell me that you ain't never you know no, actually I mean, scratched his back <laughs> we've, we've been in some situations where we may have seen more than most people would want to but at this point in time we've We've definitely learned that that there really aren't a lot of secrets between the two of us. Ain't no secrets, huh? What's the uh, what what what's the most you know t- what's the most scandalous thing y'all ever did together? Just just oh. what's the most? G- give me something juicy. Just I just gotta bless, understand y'all better. Bless your poor little soul, sweetie. But if you couldn't handle that painting of me, I don't think you're quite ready to handle the stories that I have to tell. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> Got you there. I'm done. Fade back to Falcus. <laughs> <laughs> Falcus and Rekul are having a conversation about um, possible jobs of an illicit nature, and Butch and Ari are gossiping about <laughs> boys. Um, what would you uh, are? You, uh, do you have more lines of question for your orc friend or? No, I, I just wanted to know if there was any um, hot tips on more lucrative jobs that maybe weren't, wouldn't be on the bulletin board or the bounty board that anybody else would have access to. I'm talking about the stuff that I would be more interested in. Like I said, like something a little bit more lucrative and a little bit more maybe seedier. Uh, nothing out of Ogremar recently that I've heard of. Okay. Um I guess we'll just leave it at that and i'll head back to uh the valley of wisdom he picks up the gold coin rolls his eyes a little bit because he sells poisons that are worth a lot more than one gold coin but he's like i don't know man a free gold's a free gold i guess and then just lets you go about your way i, I looked i don't have any proficiency with poison so why would i want to buy any poisons that's fine if you if, if you didn't want any poisons then um yeah, that's, but that doesn't change funny. the fact that that was what his reaction was to you walking in. Well, it was just kind of odd that like I I I bought information. I wasn't purchasing poisons. I was purchasing right. information. I understand that. He's just a grumpy. The, the impression that you get is that he feels that his time is worth more than a gold, but he took your gold piece, put it in his pocket, rolled his eyes, and let you just go about your day. So what would you like to do now? Just head back to the Valley of Wisdom. Okay. 
You do that easily. You find Ari and Butch uh, talking quietly amongst themselves. They both up, look up at you, chuckle a little bit in their own little, like, oh, we were just talking about you what? kind of look. Oh, n- nothing, nothing. Good good to see you back. That's all. I just kind of roll my eyes and shake my head just as an indication of just Butch being Butch. Uh, okay. Um... I'll, I'll share with them the information that I picked up. Um, no jobs here right now in Ogremar, um, so we're probably best, up, bet, best off heading to, to a place where uh, more than just um, horde individuals pass through. Might be able to find definitely better work in uh, Booty Bay. I thought the plan was good booty anyway. There is, but if there was something here that we could have taken care of or could have picked up that... Um, you know, give us a quick coin here while we're here now. That's kind of what I was looking for. Um, sounds like there's a lot of movement of, of troops um, to the north, um, possibly Northrend. So who hmm. knows what's, ha- what's going on up there right now? Um, I'd like to stay away from Northrend. Didn't have a lot of fun last time I was there. Yeah. Interesting bit of information, but yeah. You let them heroes go out and do that. We'll we'll have some fun instead. Exactly. Plenty of side quests to do. Are you guys officially bedding down for the evening? Yes. Yeah. Sleep time. Okay. Yeah. You do so easily. Um, everyone can credit themselves for their long rest. Get all of your class resources back, all of your hit points back. Has anyone used any hit dice i don't think we took a short rest yesterday so we should be topped off on those as well um yeah so everyone goes to bed after a pretty harrowing day of adventuring and furbolg uh, murder and treasure theft and such sleep is able to come very easily to Falcus, who is happy just happy to not have to build camp um ari (laughs) also sleeps very peacefully comfortable with the idea that the group is leaving um horde territory soon um Butch, however, as you drift off to sleep, as you dream, you find yourself in a dark, featureless sort of place. Um, There is a thin mist that obscures your vision out about 15 feet away in any direction. As you look around, left, right, back, you see the same sort of featureless void in all directions. Kind of picture um, the Xavius fight in um, Emerald Nightmare, where it's like the circle and beyond it, you kind of can't see very much. Mm -hmm. Um, And then suddenly, as though he had been there all along, you see the form of a massive silver and gray wolf maybe 10 feet directly in front of you. You're looking left, you're looking right, you look forward again, and bang, there it is, as though it had always been there. It's been waiting, it's sitting as though it was waiting patiently for you to notice it, and now that you have, it stands and it bears its fangs and it snarls. You get the feeling that you're being challenged. I snarl back. Okay. Um, As you snarl back at it, it lunges forward and tries to attack against you. Um, it it attacks against you and it's clear that this attack would have hit but you are ready for a fight and you're paying attention and you sort of slip out of the way how would you like to respond to this you're under attack by some sort of dream wolf yes I am going to turn around because I 
to, to, to where it's at. Mm-hmm. Look at the wolf straight in the eye and then make like a martial arts kind of pose at him, right? And um, I don't want to kill this creature. Okay. I want to bend this creature to my will. Okay. I think if it gets down to it, I'll, I'll, I'll have to. But in this in this dream, I I I, I just want to kind of gr- not grapple, but uh, attacked with an um, uh, uh, unarmed. Okay. Okay. With the in, not with the intention to kill. Okay. So are you? You said grapple, but you also said unarmed. So are you doing an unarmed strike, or are you trying to grab it? Unarmed strike. Okay. Go ahead and roll an unarmed strike. So it'll be attack plus five, and what is the damage is one plus three? Yeah, so unarmed strikes deal one damage plus your strength modifier. Okay. So I'm going to roll. So if I if I hit, it'll go for four. Uh, right. Okay. So 22. Okay. Yeah. So you are able to dodge out of the way if it's attack. And as it's going by, you pop it right on its little, like on its shoulder, just like a, I'm here to fight, but I'm not trying to like, I don't want to kill you or nothing. I just, you know, what's going on here. And you, you clock them and you hear in your mind, the snarl sound is a language and it's saying you have power, strength, of one is nothing against the might of a pack. And another uh, wolf attacks you from behind and attacks with advantage. And it does land its attack. You suffer 11 piercing damage. That's fine. Do I, I mean, have I taken my long rest or I'm? Yeah. I mean, you, this is... So like in the, in the perp for the purposes of this encounter, you're at full power. Okay. So 11, so mm-hmm. I'd be 21. Okay. It leaves me at 21. Okay. Okay. So there's, this, there's a, a second wolf, you know, really got me from behind. Yep. First of all, I'm going to rage. Okay. As soon as you rage, you see that its attitude is changing slightly. It's got this, it was attacking you and it was focused on you, but you see that the look on its face is more excited. And it says, yes, in the mind, like in your mind, you hear him. And he says, this is the focus, the fury of the hunt as a response to your rage. And this is the original wolf saying this. Yes. So ignoring the one who got me from behind, I am going to attempt to grapple the the um, the one in front of me. Okay. Uh, you would need to roll a strength check, and I would contest that either with strength or acrobatics or uh, dexterity, rather. I'm uh, I'm sorry. Am I rolling strength or dexterity? <laughs> you roll strength. When you try to grapple somebody, you roll strength. When someone tries to resist being stra- uh, grappled, they roll strength or dexterity, either to try to overpower the grab or to dodge away from it. Uh, uh, 16. Okay. So I rolled a 15. So you are 
just strong enough to grab this beast. It's trying its best to overpower you with raw strength. Oh no, you didn't you didn't roll a 16. So strength checks while you're raging are rolled with advantage. I rolled a 22. Very good. So you are easily able to what are you like full nelsoning a wolf? Like what does a grapple look like? Do you have him by the jaws? Like what how do you have him? I've got it it doesn't make sense to like if I if I'm grappling a, a human, I'd, I'd like maybe like put his sh- shoulders down or something. Or, but uh, this one, I want to be behind him. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, them the, the wolf, and uh, I've I've got like one hand up on its neck, um, keeping his muzzle like like up so he can't possibly bite. And it's kind of, it's kind of like a really big hug when I've got his uh, um, legs, his top legs up uh, or pinned down because I'm hugging him so hard. Awesome. Um, as this is all happening, the second sort of smaller wolf that had attacked you earlier, it comes running in. And as it's running in, it's a four-legged not gallop because wolves don't gallop but that long stride mm-hmm. of all four and it leaps up into the air and its form starts to pull a little bit back as though it's going from being a four-legged creature to more of a two-legged creature that's in a dive and you realize as it's flying toward you that it's Ari in her wolf form and she is attacking against the wolf who you have grappled and in your mind you can hear the wolf shouting yes lead herd your prey create an opening you are not the crocolisk you do not hunt alone you are the wolf you are civilized you are careful you are aware lead and ari swipes against the wolf having advantage on her attacks because you are raging and you are engaged with this creature and your job in the pack is to stand there and like lead the enemy into a vulnerable position where your friends can come in behind and just re- like eviscerate them the raptor scene from Jurassic Park where he's focused on the one here and then this other one comes from the side and up, you know what? Everybody's dead now. Sort of a situation. You've got him by one side. Ari comes in with her claws, slices into the thing's belly and against the thing's back. It's screaming in pain, but also in like that, yes! Like excited for the fight and for the hunt sort of a noise. And as it falls down it's it it lands from the attack like it 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 comes down like the 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 wolf that you're grappling slacks a little bit and it's defeated but it isn't destroyed and you see that it stands there and you feel the nature of your rage has shifted somewhat you feel very focused on your enemy in a fight but you're also aware of your allies and you see how as you stand and you shift from one side to the other certain ways while the enemies have your attention Ari was able to come in behind and have a better shot at getting a good hit on Um, you realize that as you 
practice in this way, as you fight in this way, um, you will create all of these advantages and all these openings for your teammates. And in your mind, you hear much more quietly, Good, good. You are worthy of the blessings of Logash. Use your cunning. Destroy those who threaten you, who threaten the pack. He fades away. Ari fades away. You're alone in the fog and the darkness. And then that fades away. You spend the rest of your night sleeping very peacefully. You wake up in the morning feeling like you've experienced something significant, but you're not sure exactly what. But you feel good. You feel healthy. You feel like you have all of your hit points and all of your rages. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've benefited fully from your long rest and you haven't taken damage from your dream scenario. Um, But you feel like... You feel like you've learned something about how your rage can be of greater benefit in combat than it had been before. Safe in Ogrimmar, our heroes sleep off their injuries. But is any Alliance adventurer truly safe in Ogrimmar? Will our heroes ever find an answer to the question of what happened when the sky broke? What significance do the four meteors hold? Will Butch have dreams of fighting other beasts of war? Was Ari honest about her relationship with Falcus? We'll explore all that and more the next time we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic DND, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.